Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Snell Nation. Tonight, I uh, wanted to talk about something. Um, it's something I've, I, that I've thought about and, and uh, did some research on, and uh, something I feel that is uh, in the spotlight, um, but not in the right way, I guess. And uh, that would have to be. Well, if I had to put a headline on it, it would be the, the normalization of pedophilia in America. And let me start back. Uh, let's go back to 2020. So there was a great deal of controversy over a particular movie. And uh, this movie was called uh, Cuties. And um, I, it it was promoted by Netflix. It was on Netflix. I'm sorry. It's still on Netflix, but they changed the, uh, they changed the actual uh, promotional poster, but don't worry. I have the original one, which I'll put, um, on the, uh, podcast art, which you'll see it once you, uh, when you go to this episode, but it was something that was I- incredibly disturbing. Um, but it, it wasn't just disturbing, well, all the facts behind the, the making of this movie um, and the way it was marketed originally and then released. And yes, this it is a French movie, but it was also promoted and it is available here in, in this country. Um, but there's just there's so there's so much to it um, that I found to be incredibly uh, disturbing and incredibly bizarre. And just this movie. So it's, I think it's about a, uh, it's a two hour movie, roughly, roughly. And the way it's described on, on Netflix, their little descriptor, you know, it goes like this. I'll just read it word for word. 11 year old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free spirited dance crew. So it was marketed as this coming-of-age story, 11-year-old girl, her friends uh, form a dance troupe, and, and uh, it, you know, this female empowerment angle um, is the way it was pushed. But then you watch the trailer for it, and you see 11-year-olds wearing, you know, tight stripper outfits and doing stripper moves and, you know, twerking and all that kind of stuff, and and then it be, uh, then it, there was just this big outrage, obvious outrage. And I couldn't even watch the whole trailer. I watched part of it and I just, I, I thought that this was some type of like twisted joke that there's just no way something like this would be pushed and, and promoted and distributed and sold in, in this country, you know, legally. Um, but, um, but it all turned out to be true, you know. So it was female directed, a female directed it, and the reasoning behind it was, oh well, this is to shed light on um, child exploitation um, in the media, all that good stuff, you know. Well, that that's interesting that you say that because what this looks like is you exploiting children in your media outlet, essentially. So it, the excuse didn't really make any sense to me. And then just seeing the promotional, uh, the pr- promotional material 
and then seeing part of the trailer. And then um, I watched some of the reviews. Um, there were a lot of women that thought it was absolutely disgusting. There were also a lot of men that thought it was absolutely disgusting. But the uh, Hollywood, there were all these celebrities coming forward, like uh, Tessa Thompson, you know, like it was, it was like this, you know, it was brave and, and bold and so progressive and it sheds a light on, you know, a lot of different things and, you know, uh, it, it, it's aiding against the, uh, the awareness of like uh, sex trafficking and child exploitation and, you know, all these different, all these different buzzwords which made, it made no sense and i just i didn't like did any of you celebrities actually like even watch the trailer or even part of it or even like looked up any reviews or anything or are you just following a script and you know i'd have to say they're they're following a script but just the way the way this thing played out was incredibly bizarre it was it was politicized and it was turned into of course um, that two-sided paradigm, the, the left versus right. Everything everything now gets transformed into left versus right. And all these articles started popping up, and this was in the, in the fall, August, September of 2020, um, and started popping up, and you get headlines like this one from Rolling Stone. Um, How Cuties is fueling the far right's obsession with pedophilia. And, and that's, that's their headline. And they're not the only ones. I found the New York Times, the uh, LA Times, you know, the Washington Post, all had these really bizarre headlines where it was taking a, this is a legitimate issue. This is a le legitimate problem that a lot of millions of people have with something like this being marketed, distributed, and sold within the United States. Not just this guy, other countries as well. It's a French film. But a lot of people in this country, like, hey, what is this? But it was turned into like, oh, well, it's alt-right. And last fall, there was a, a video I, I put up on uh, Twitter, well, before I was kicked off from Twitter and banned from Twitter. Um, but it was a short, just two-minute video giving a, a basic explanation. Hey, this is child exploitation. You know, th this is very incredibly perverted and should not exist or it should not be available in this country you know i can't speak for the world but geez you know can, can we have some standards here in this country and it was up for maybe a day and then it was just shot down and i had some people that uh rallied to defend it and and defend well what they believed it was and then label me as some sort of uh, alt-right extremist and I look at I look at all these articles and they're structured the same way and they and they they tap dance around the, the premise of the story and then I look at the pictures they use the screenshots from the movie and they avoid all the all the crazy stripper dance twerking madness they they bounce past all that stuff and they'll show like some kind-hearted picture with like just two two girls completely dressed just chit-chatting. Like that's that's the whole you know it's a coming of age story about just girls you know growing up in uh, in a conservative or traditional conservative family um, and then and finding their way out and becoming women and you know like it's no that's not that's not what it is but it is kind of interesting how they they play that angle and then like a lot of things now once it becomes politicized 
then um, there there are the labels, the labels that are used to shut a lot of people down. When you know different social media doesn't just literally just shut you down by demonetizing you or blocking you or or banning you completely or shadow banning you or whatever, then you'll have people using these labels. You're alt right. You're an alt right extremist, and you know so you're therefore your opinion does not matter <laughs> in this particular case. But we have something like this, and you would think this would be something that that would be bipartisan. Something where everyone can agree, like, hey, this is something that's incredibly disturbing and should not be, you know, at least in this country. We, we all should come to some sort of a, a, agreement that, hey, this should not be available in the United States. <laughs> but no, that's not what happened. And there was a lot of controversy. And then you had, of course, politicians. You had politicians on the right screaming about conservative values, which is fine to an extent. And you had people on the left screaming about somehow this is, I don't know, something racist against the director or, or whatever. And they, they had their angles that they were playing. And then it was the typical infighting. On something like this, something that is not even borderline, pedophilia it, it fits the definition and still we could not get a general consensus on this on something like this something something so basic and all the information is right there and now here we are this is july 2021 and you can still go on netflix you can still find this movie you know be it they made adjustments to it like i stated before they changed some of the promotional stuff they changed um, the uh, video cover, the photo cover, um, the synopsis slightly to make it seem like it's just uh, just another just another regular film. Um, but I implore you to to not show this to your to your children, to your preteen uh, children, whether it be uh, a boy or a girl, um, because it, it's it's incredibly uh, incredibly disturbing. But it did make me want to look around even more and, and I just wonder like why is it that whenever something like this comes up it's either it's downplayed or it's not talked about at all almost like uh, all the riots the 270 plus riots we had last year it's something that either either it's downplayed or it's as if it just does not exist and when something like that happens I always start to wonder well who, who is it that, that benefits from something like this not going mainstream or, or not being seen as something negative? You know, that's something I, I ask that question with everything, especially when you're dealing with something tragic or something sad, um, something, something impactful, because regardless of, you know, what you believe, someone always benefits from someone else's misery. That's, that's why some people tend to go in that direction. Uh, with the way they live their lives and the way they interact with people. Which is, uh, it's incredibly sad, but it's the harsh reality of, of the world we live in. Um, or I should say the, the country we live in. Uh, to make it a bit more uh, personal. So you, you had this normalization happening. You, you, of course, Hollywood has been on, the, on this track for a long time. Then you have all these distribution companies, uh, movie distribution companies, all this just free flow, just pushing things like this out there with no 
no repercussions, no consequences, a, a few bad headlines, but then of course you have the Washington Post, you have the New York Times, you know, you have uh, Rolling Stones and all these different magazines and, and newspapers and, you know, coming together to just uh, smother those negative headlines. And each time this stuff comes up, it's downplayed. Um, just like there was a story about how, um, well, the few members of Antifa that have been arrested, so many of them, when they do their uh, their background checks, they're finding out, oh, this person was a convicted rapist, this person was a convicted pedophile, this person was a, uh, a domestic abuser. You know, it, these things keep coming up and no one no one is going to bother to maybe look at that possible pattern. Nope. And in this case, it's not about downplaying. It's just, it's not even, there's no follow-up. It's not discussed uh, on uh, any mainstream media outlet or anything like that. The whole Antifa thing. I mean, you still have some politicians that say it's a myth, even though we watched over a year. Actually, um, we've seen little skirmishes in, in uh little spasms from these people uh, going back several years we, we know that they're real but we actually have people in Congress that still say that they're a myth so nope can't can't discuss it you know possible link between um, these these convicted felons and so so many of them being convicted felons and being tied to this particular organization nope can't discuss it but we have to focus on the January the 6th 2021 insurrection coup you know all our resources all our focus must go towards that one event you know all of, all that other stuff that doesn't you know all that other evidence all those other murders all that stuff none of that none of that matters you know only only that particular point in time matters meanwhile we have all these different stories that, you know they when they're when they're just not discussed at all they, they briefly pop up and then they vanish I mean, does anyone remember the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing? I mean, it wasn't that long ago, was it? You have this uh, this billionaire who has a private island, properties all over the world, had a uh, had his own little had a couple jets, had celebrities, um, the political elite, all these different people flying on his plane, staying at his island. You know, his island that had underage, underage girls there. His Manhattan apartment, underage girls there. Photos of him with girls that looked like they were 13, 14, 15 years old. They weren't his kids. I mean, the revelation of his grand plan, which, you know, I love how they, the, the mainstream media throughout that whole debacle uh, over him killing or not killing himself in, in prison. They bounced over a lot of these, these crazy ideas that he had as, as a billionaire. Um, one of them was actually, and he had plenty of properties in different places, was trying to um, spread his seeds, so to speak, because he felt he was such an intelligent person and had so much to give to society that he wanted to have 30 women, different locations, and impregnate them all. You know, I which is grotesque, but relevant considering everything else that's come out. But nope, nope, not we're not we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about a billionaire's desire to try to populate or, you know, uh, sow his seed 
all over the place, apparently. And uh, he turns out to also be a uh, bit of a pedophile. But no, 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 we can't we can't discuss that. You know, ties to people like Bill Gates and Bill Clinton and all these other uh, these all these other tech tycoons and all these all these CEOs, all these different people and all these photos with him. The hell, these close ties and connections. Nope, doesn't matter. All these ties with different politicians. Nope, irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it feels like. When you dig into some of this stuff, it feels like the 9-11 Commission all over again. You know, hey, should we should we follow the money and, and figure out who paid these terrorists, these Saudi terrorists that flew these planes into our buildings and killed like 3,000 3, people? No, no, no. Following the money is not, it's not relevant. That's literally a, a quote from the book. One of the final statements, you know, following the money, that, that's, not, that's not relevant. How? How? Why is that not? Mm, that, that, that's that. That's, you know, I, I won't. I won't dive too far on that. I'll save that for another time. But it truly feels like this. It's meant to be. Or there's, you know, someone or some individuals that want to normalize this. And you even have members of uh, organizations like, I think, Nambula or whatever. And where they're trying to take the concept the disgusting, grotesque concept of pedophilia and turn it into some sort of crusade um, for liberation. And it's about, you know, trying to get it classified as a, as a sexual orientation and then trying to piggyback the uh, LTBGQ movement and, and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that they're, they're tied together, but it's... It's just crazy that these individuals, those that are a part of like the Namula organization, things like that, trying to connect it with another movement, legitimate or not, still another movement. It, it's incredibly bizarre and it shows just how emboldened a lot of these individuals have become. The fact that they're trying to attempt to do something that's quite similar to what um, the gay rights movement did when it tried to piggyback or successfully piggyback the civil rights movement in the 60s. But we can't we can't talk about these things for whatever reason when it comes to the second you bring up pedophilia in America and you start talking about all these different cases, you know, all these different people that are popping up and you have all these celebrities and sports figures and you know, multimillionaires, and in this case, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, you know, a, a billionaire, you know, all these different politicians, left and right, that are having all these scandals pop up involving children. And we just, it's like another day, another day in the office now. You know, I, you either, you have the extremes, people that are, you know, incredibly outraged to the point where they think someone, should lose their life and then you have people on the other end where it's just like eh, yeah no, no that's 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 not that's not relevant that's oh it's a conspiracy theory and i saw plenty of articles with headlines like that and all that would be tied to uh the alt-right every every single time and even here's a headline from the los angeles times why do conspiracy theories about pedophilia hold such sway with some conservatives? 
and they pose this as a, as a legitimate question. And of course, they go on a rant about the whole QAnon and all that stuff. And, that, and that's it. That's the extent of it. They don't talk about any the legitimacy of some of the concerns. Um, and they only hone in on, um, and this was during the, uh, the 2020 election, of course, um, where people were looking at, including myself, some of these questionable pictures and, and video of our current president interacting with well, young girls and young boys and the uh, his inability to gauge personal space and the way he touched people or the way he kisses granddaughter and things like that was uh, highly unorthodox and incredibly questionable to say the least so people would ask those questions like hey what, what's this guy's deal like what why i mean anybody no one's gonna take this everyone's just gonna act like this is normal i mean we watch we watch videos of him posing in photos and you have men strategically moving their wives on the other side of them away from him or moving their daughters away from him and when they don't he's groping touching kissing all that stuff and nothing i mean all that tells me that there's an attempt to normalize that type of behavior in america to normalize that type of behavior from our politicians or from the political elite that they can just you know, oh no, that's just that's just his thing. You know, that's just something that that's just something he does, or that's just something she does. You know, uh, you know, no, this this is incredibly grotesque. This this is unacceptable, in us in this society. Today, right now. So, that was just a, a few of my thoughts I had on this. This was something that I wanted to talk about for a while, um, and I did just a short video about that. Well, the movie uh, Cuties. Um, but I think this is something that should be discussed further. And action should be taken. I mean, if, if we truly are a free and fair society, a yeah, people like to say democracy, but, you know, constitutional republic. Well, we were a constitutional republic. Now we're a totalitarian oligarchy, but that's that's something else. It's a whole other story. Um, but if we truly are a constitutional republic on paper, then this is something that we should be able to um, discuss and take action on as as we collectively see fit. If that's if that's the way things work in this country, I don't think it does. But you know, if that's the way you know we believe it works, the way it should work, we should be able to do that. Of course, we can't even get that in Congress. When you have something like a movie like Cuties comes out and you have it become a politicized, um, you know, partisan issue where left versus right clashing with each other over something like something that's clearly disgusting and dangerous and shouldn't shouldn't be out there for other kids to watch. But they, they can't get settled on that. So that was just some of my thoughts. You know, I, I definitely want to uh, just hear from the audience out there. Uh, please feel free to shoot me a message either through the Anchor app or review through um, Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm also going to open up a um, Spotify. I just started this Green Room um, app, which works really well. And uh, I'll pick a day and I'll open that up. And I'd love to have some of the listeners from Snell Nation and just others out there that are would like to engage in some meaningful conversation about relevant things because I've seen um, there's tons of groups talking about the NFL, 
there's tons of groups just sitting around talking about the NBA, uh, the NBA playoffs and all that stuff that's going on, which, hey, if that's your thing, that's cool. But there is endless amounts of that. And I've scrolled through so many of these chat rooms and, I, and I'm looking around. I can't find anything on like stuff that really affects people. I mean, really affects people, you know, that, that affects our world and our culture and our society and our, our, our children and our, our marriages and our, you know, our travels, all that kind of stuff, our, our journey through life. I just can't find any of that. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely hang a date out there and, and open it up and, and it'll be just a solid hour and a half of, I think, just some quality conversation. And I, I think that's a great place to start. At least being in a um, in a setting where we can openly discuss things without anyone having to worry about cancel culture coming for, coming for them and their livelihood um, and their ability to provide for their family. But anyway, thanks for listening in. Snell Nation out.